with musical guests. We found so many gems and oh. flops. Jason Aldean. I'd have him in a heartbeat. <laughs> but well, we had what's-his-name on the last year. That was awesome. Jimmy Allen. Jimmy Allen. That was freaking great. He doesn't know our name anymore. No. No, he's... He's a big star. Right. Who? Didn't he just Jimmy get Allen. in trouble you know about what? something? Yes, we he did, Johnny. Him. Yeah, he did. We launched him. Did he really, Johnny? Don't tell yes, me that. Did, I liked him. Yes, he did. What did he do? Um, he was sexually yeah, sued for assault and sexual... Jimmy Allen, Jimmy Allen got into a little trouble. Who, who the hell was that? He was the black guy, the, the brother black guy. that was the country star that came was, on the show. And he was uh, just great. He was and he was he was funny. He was cool. I so liked was him. Was he convicted? I don't know. He was sued, the first he was sued for assault and sexual abuse by his former manager. Oh. Oh, that's oh. You can't do that. Yeah, that's not good. Jimmy. Can't. Uh, why isn't this Ooh, on? Yeah, kind of creepy, too. I won't, I won't read the details. No, don't. I don't want to know. Oh, I don't want to Rookie, I need at some point Masonic from you. Copy that. Hey, John. Yes, sir. Will you do me a favor? Your yeah, newscast sir. today, will you make it brought to you by North American Banking Company? Proud supporter of 30 years of Garage Logic. Oh, my God. I have to say all that? I'm going to need you to say all that. Remember, we're starting at 11.30 tomorrow. And Friday. Because I literally have to get my head examined. What are they going to find? <laughs> it's about damn time. <laughs> what was the last part of that, Chris, about 30 years? Proud supporter of 30 years of Garage Logic. God. Or I should say celebrating, celebrating 30 years of Garage Logic. North American Baking Company celebrating 30 years of Garage Why Logic. Why isn't that turning out? Can you use? Oh, oh, it's your well, air conditioning. That's that why. That's right. Down. I got a new one with a remote. Remote. No control. way. Sweet. Is, that with remote get up? Control? is it a Is it a window unit, sir? Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> I'm driving a 2005. <laughs> I'm driving in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I turned on Not the, the radio. radio. I pull you closer. <laughs> But you say no. <laughs> but when we kiss, I think that's the biggest I'm 180 you've ever pulled on me. You were so mad that I played that, and then you couldn't stop laughing. Oh God, that was funny. <laughs> I'm driving a 2005 Ford Thunderbird. Boy, they're hard not to like. Oh, wow. <clears throat> my Triumph for... guy sent me home with his car, and so. You know, I told you a few years ago when I had to borrow that car for a day, and you poo-pooed me and made fun of me. Probably wow. I did, yeah. For my for my cup of tea, they're still too big. They're too big. Everything's too big. Too tight. Too tight, too big. Too, big, too high-waisted. But, uh, boy, they're my, comfortable. My mom's got that Beamer, was it, Z4 something? Yeah, well, they're cool. That thing's quick. It's yep. got some legs on it. Yep. It's car quick. Uh, I didn't dare tell her how fast I had it up to. Yeah. What was but, car quick? What was that? Colorado. Uh, Colorado pickup trucks, baby. We get uh, a car quick. Is that the one you had to put 90 tons of sand in it so you wouldn't slide all over your university? No, I had to fill it about every 10 blocks. It got, got 0. 0.04 <laughs> miles to the gallon. Hmm. 
Because <laughs> I was the only idiot in the country who got a Colorado with a V8. It was a neat truck, though. Oh, it was it? Car- no, I, the look of it. I, I it liked fine. it. fine. I liked it. It was fine. Could you pull yeah. anything with that thing? Fine. I did pull stuff. What did you pull? I was pulling a boat when I hit a deer with it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> You're pulling my leg. Hey, Come now. On. Oh, my. You're yanking my chain. And then a body <laughs> guy in Aiken, a body guy in Aiken named Minnow fixed it up. And I learned a lesson. How are you doing there, Minnow? Bill, Billy Stein turned me on to the guy. If you ever <coughs> have a deer accident, you want your car repaired by somebody up north. Because they are so used to repairing deer accidents. Sure. They they just got a way about them. Yep. They're just the best. That this, car came back better than you. She's got a way about them. Is that where, is the same area where you beached it? Didn't you beach it in that area? That was a different car I beached. That was that Kraut car. <laughs> that was the Kraut. Nah, I could drive around this road close side. No problem. <laughs> he drive. He would drive right down the um, the boat launch, wouldn't he? What a dummy I am. What was that thing about two two centimeters off the ground? <laughs> it's about this much clearance. <laughs> and all you heard was. And then some good old boys came along from a small town. Yep. They had shovels. Such, I think the end is near. Guess the headline, the top headline on the Sahan Journal today. I can't. Four ways to get your Beyonce fix as the Renaissance World Tour hits Minneapolis. I, I have a theory about the Beyonce Tour that's not worth bringing up on the show. But isn't it weird that the Sahan Journal is covering this? Well, I think the local media is desperate to try to turn Beyonce into the same kind of chaos as Taylor Swift, and it's not happening. I think Beyonce... Who gives a bleep is what is it? Beyonce has peaked. Yeah, she's Beyonce old. was prior to yesterday. Taylor. Uh, yeah. But not on the same scale as Taylor is now. Beyonce is a woman. Taylor is a child. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. You know what else I want to know, she boys? She got boots that go right up to her knees. Beyonce uh, is beautiful. Yeah. You, you want to know where the goal is? No at. S. That's a quote from my wife. Yeah, but she's got a fan, an electric fan that blows her hair around. Should we do that for <laughs> you? The, don't all the single ladies have that? I, I, I was going to say, I think every actress and singer in the world has that. Maybe we should get one for you for the council. Where did you see this headline, Reavers, about a shootout? It was in the, it, I saw it online yesterday. Wounded Fargo officers, bystander recovery. Hold There's on, no shootout. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to know why we're not learning more about the fellow who opened fire on the what cops is, in Fargo. What's, what's going on there? I don't get that. Is it, uh, what's the deal? Part of a terrorism threat or something? Uh, what, what's the deal? Why did this guy start opening fire on cops? Exactly. I want to know. All right. Uh, July 15th. That was what? Four days ago? Yeah. Star Tribune. This is a tweet from the Star Tribune's account. Uh, Jake Wallen, identified by the Fargo Police Department as the officer killed in a shootout, was a native of St. Michael, Minnesota. He also served in the Minnesota National Guard. It wasn't a shootout. No, he was effing ambushed, Star Tribune. It wasn't a shootout. Oh, it wasn't right. even ambushed. A guy pulled up and started shooting. That's, well, 
That's I, an ambush. I define that as an ambush, don't you? Okay. Well, I'm just saying. I, yeah, either okay. way, okay. it wasn't an okay. effing shootout in the Star okay. Tribune. it's a bleeping no, ambush. The, but the bleeping Star Tribune should be ashamed of themselves. They're for not capable this. of shooting. Well, it did turn into John, a shootout. John, at one John, point John, 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 John. Because they had to shoot back. Yes, Kenny. Oh, I'm going to send you a text. <clears throat> this is too good. Okay. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. John, don't. You're harsh in my mellow. I, oh, yeah, I feel, I'm starting to feel a little cantankerous today. <laughs> Well, that's fine. Wait, what was I doing? Oh, what yeah, did he say? Uh, it's about a news story. Gotcha. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Store. Let's get this puppy on the way. I'm driving, yeah. I wish I would have read this before Krabby today. It would have saved the show. How was it? It was awful. I, I read the story. I thought it was kind of boring. What I didn't, story I didn't, are you talking I about? I didn't grab it. But you, I'm oh, sure Joe saw it, too, yeah. So you don't think it's worth it? Okay. Well, what story? I, the sex, um, sex and drug, space. Drudge report. Sex and space. Oh, was that monkey suit? I didn't read it. Yeah, I started. I read the first two paragraphs. And that was about it. If I'm in space, that's yeah, the mean, last thing I'm worried about. If I I'm mean, in space, I'm only worried get about. Get me back. I'm only worried about one thing. <laughs> Let's go back. Food. Not get me back. Where well, can I go take a good number two? I'm worried about. <laughs> bang, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Pantalone's hardware. I'm starting the show without you. You okay. got to have your own good private spot in that International Space Station. <laughs> ah, who cares about that? Don't, don't open a window. Oh, yes. Crack a window, air it out. Air it out. Joe, are you ready? No. Oh, okay. Let's do this. You want to talk more about... I'm ready now. Oh, that was quick. Fratelloni's hardware and garden stores. Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1114, July 19th, 2023. 100 degrees on this day twice, 1940 and 1977, and 46 degrees on this day in 1873. Call Aquaside, save the rest of your swimming season. And did you see the weather forecast? It's going to get hey, hot. Is she going to warm up? <laughs> That heat dome going to be coming our way, and Aquaside products uh, made right there in White Bear Lake have been keeping beaches and swimming areas free of weeds and algae and unwanted vegetation and crud that freaks the kids out. They've been taking care of those beaches for more than 60 years with products that are uh, easy to use and work quickly and have been approved by the chain of command when it comes to the environment. Here, here. Everything's safe. Call Aquaside, tell them what you think your problem is. They'll straighten you out or confirm that, and they'll get you the right products, and your beach will look great all the rest of the summer. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Yesterday, July 18th, Joe said, I don't want to sound euphorian, but we haven't experienced fires like this from Canada before. Me? 
Grow a pair, you sissy. <laughs> oh, wow. I live in Washington State, and we've had to deal with Canada's mismanaged forests and their fires for years. We finally have had a break from them this summer. It's your turn. Take it like a man. Greg Terpstra in Linden, Washington. Okay. All right. And Scott from Inver Grove writes, you mentioned you were perplexed by the wildfire situation in the inundation of smoke that we in the Twin Cities are experiencing, even going so far as suggesting you might be siding with the regressives on this matter. With all due respect, Mayor, don't take the bait. Uh, He's done some research. California's mega wildfires, a very recent memory, were the result of decades of forest mismanagement. Firefighting agencies for almost a century have aggressively focused on extinguishing blazes the moment they occur, which has proven to be counterproductive. The better path would have been to be less aggressive extinguishing uh, while using targeted intentional burning of excess vegetation that serves as the fuel for these wildfires. In essence, these climate change tools have prevented naturally occurring fires from doing their work now creating tinderboxes that explode in much more populated areas than even 20 years ago. The climate change alarmists love to blame high temperatures, which result in parched conditions that are ripe for wildfires. However, Texas has more forested land mass and higher temperatures than California, but the state rarely struggles with wildfires. Why, you might ask? Why? Well, unlike California, 95% of the land mass is privately owned by much more conservatively-minded owners who use common sense when stewarding their investment. Okay, and he goes on and on and on. In reality, the worst-in-history claim only used data back to 1960, including all, ignoring all years prior. Speaking of that, did you see where uh, Ilhan Omar wishes to declare a climate emergency because it's the hottest it's been for, uh, I think she said exactly what uh, Ian Pilmer said. It's the highest it's been. Here is your latest Ilhan Omar report on Garage Logic. She said it's the hottest it's been in 120,000 years. Really? Now, Now, Ian Pilmer said, if you could prove that to me, that would be something. That would be a record. If it's hotter than any time in the last 120,000 years, that is a record. That's something. And so, uh, Ilhan, how would you like to uh, be subject to an emergency of any nature run by her? Oh, I would have. I'd have no worries whatsoever. (laughs) But she wants a climate emergency because it's hotter than it's been in 120,000 years. Look up that tweet, Rook. I, I want to get it correct. <clears throat> I will? I'm not um, sure I did. I was curious. Lyndon Washington, Joe, is yeah. about five miles from the Canadian border. He's closer to Vancouver than he is to Seattle. That's a mm. neat-looking little town. Well, he has his uh, he has his bona fides to report from uh, wildfire country, doesn't he? Johnny, there's a Costco not too far away either. from. Yeah, Denver. that's a big area for Costco's, actually. Really? That's where they I don't, started. Oh. I don't want a... Uh, I, I fear, uh, as has been predicted, it's come up on this show before, uh, I fear that the government or the UN or uh, the local dog catcher, someone uh, will be getting the idea that this is a great way for us to slow things down and continue to help bring about the mystery, we just have to start calling emergencies to shut things down. And uh, they could use the climate to shut things down. 
it wouldn't accomplish anything except reinforcing the idea that we're becoming smaller and smaller citizens. Well, the UN, uh, UN is chomping at the bit to shut it down what and you, take over. What'd you find, Rook? Uh, and she, uh, July 17th, 6.39 p.m., the Earth just broke the record for the hottest day in 120,000 years. <laughs> in fact, wow. we broke in on three separate days, national climate emergency now. Uh, and, we don't know that. And she won't talk to us, but my obvious question to her would be, how do you know that? And, and she doesn't know that. And she's being toasted. This might be the dumbest tweet in Twitter history. That's AOC-like. Uh, show me the record from 120,000 years ago. Was Biden in Congress? <laughs> oh, that a, way, way, way. But a boom, boom. In That's fact, a I'm looking at the same tweet Rookie just said. It has, unfortunately, it does have 12,000 likes, but it has 23,500 comments. Which Oh, that not that the definition of being ratioed? Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Uh, 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 Speaking of that, the fake AOC had a gem the other day. I'm going to see if I could find it for you. Joe. We can't, we uh, were commenting yesterday how early the schools open in Texas because uh, Daryl and Daryl, uh, Kenny's nephews, have to return home to go to school in what mid August or mm -hmm. whatever. I, I I don't like that name for them. That's too I, bad. I, they're, 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 I guarantee you they're smarter than you were at that age, and they're making more money than you were at that age. So Daryl and Daryl are going back to Texas, <laughs> you son of a bitch. And, uh, and I've got emails from people who, uh, or I'll call them Chip and Dale. Uh, Tyler and Devin. Tyler and Devin. They're not strippers. Are those both foghornable? No, probably not. Gavin, you are an ass wipe of the highest order. <laughs> wow. Hey, he's been Foghorn, my oldest daughter's name, for the last 27 years. Well, she was she the first. She after a car. Wasn't she the inspiration Why behind the it? baby walk? No, she was. Uh, that was prior to that, oh. wasn't it? How come the, the four of us are so respectful to his family, yet he walks all over our families? Well, because I have no Foghornable names in my family. And... I'll be honest, Kenny, he's a lot nicer to my family than he is to me, so I can't really... <laughs> yeah. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail, Hail you! you. I guess. you. <laughs> <laughs> As I listened to yesterday's show, I noted with interest your wonderment in the start dates for Texas schools. It's very common for schools to start in August all through the South. Our grandkids in Tennessee begin in the first week of August each year. They get out in early May. Well, Keep in mind several things. All schools in the South have been air-conditioned for decades. The states don't have to worry about the short season their resorts have. It starts getting nice in March or earlier, and it stays nice until Thanksgiving. The resorts don't have to shut down right before the Halloween to make sure their pipes don't freeze. I think he's referring to, this is Scott, I think he's referring to the idea that we have a lot of young people employed in the in the resort business. Hmm. And it would, be, uh, it would be inconvenient to yank them out of their jobs and pull them back here, right? Okay. Uh, given the difference in growing seasons, most of their state fairs are much earlier. Their legislatures don't deem it necessary to dictate what the local districts do. One size fits all isn't the rule down there. As a seasonal transplant with grandkids being raised free range in the South, I've grown to love the school schedules down there, Scott Woolery. All right, that's fine. And then I have note uh, from Joe uh, Rothbauer, who has the 10-year-old... Savant, who's the GLer. 
right? Yeah. And he's writing about uh, the 10-year-old and I were in southern Texas for a few days to see the SpaceX rockets that are planned to go to Mars. Mm. It was incredible to see and impossible to describe how immense these things are. When stacked, the booster and second stage are well over 400 feet tall. Picture a rocket as tall as the Fauché Tower in Minneapolis. Wow. It is bigger than a Saturn V. It's amazing what they are doing and how publicly they are doing it. They literally have their garage doors open on their 30-story tall buildings where they are assembling the parts so you can see them working. The site is so close to Mexico, my phone connected to a Mexican cell tower and told me, welcome to Mexico. Hmm. Hopefully I won't get a huge roaming charge. Hmm. On the way home today, we were in Harlingen, Texas. That nice. came up yesterday, waiting for our flight. In the waiting area were two separate families that appeared to be immigrants. There was just something about them. Their clothes were mismatched and ill-fitting. The parents were carrying computer-printed signs that said, please help me, I don't speak English on one side. On the other side, they said, my flights are 4848 to DFW, XXXX to City 2, and XXX to City 3, please help me. I didn't want to stare, so I didn't see what actual flights or cities were other than the flight we were taking. They looked completely lost and out of place. The 10-year-old pointed out that one of the little boys sitting on his own across from his parents looked scared. Without asking, the 10-year-old went over and sat on the floor next to him. The boys didn't speak a common language, but they sat and watched a cartoon on the 10-year-old's iPad until boarding started. Such a simple act of kindness that I would not have thought of doing. I loved that kid. After we got back to Dallas, we saw our flight crew as we grabbed a bite while waiting for our ride. I asked them about the immigrant families. They told me that every flight they are on out of Harlingen or Brownsville, 30 miles away, are always full. Any seat that is not filled is leading up to the flight is filled with immigrants. One of them said her primary route is Dallas to Harlingen and often runs the route two times a day. Every flight has immigrants. They do not know if it was Texas moving them out of state or if it was the feds doing it. Just based on this one small flight and looking at the number of flights going out of these airports, there has to be hundreds of people a day taking these trips. Extend that across thousands of miles of border, and it becomes hard to comprehend. Uh, I knew we had an immigration problem, but seeing it firsthand makes it that much more real. The 10-year-old said I should tell you there is an Olympic-sized swimming pool full of immigrants going through Harlingen every day. High five. I didn't comment that these, I didn't comment that these families were illegal because I don't know. With the number coming in, we can assume that many of them are, however. I just don't know about these in particular. Seeing the rockets firsthand was amazing. It is impossible to convey how big they really are. Seeing the immigration mechanism is just as hard to comprehend how massive it must be. It certainly was an educational past few days. Joe and the 10-year-old and Little Elm... Texas. Hmm. Well, the 10-year-old did what a little GL kid would do. <clears throat> right? Yep. Went over and said, how you doing? Without being asked. And nobody knew what the hell he was let's, talking about. Let's watch a little Porky Pig. Yeah, let's watch it. No. You know what they watch? I hope? Elmer. Elmer Fudd. Speedy Gonzalez. Peppa Pig. Oh, oh, Peppa, Peppa Pig. Pig. That brat. I love Peppa Pig. Oh, she's a brat. <laughs> 
I have, yeah. I have no opinion on Don't that. Your, does your little guy watch Peppa Pig? I think we missed the Peppa Pig window. Man, we got Peppa Pig you toys. You know what we all, we are all in though right now on SpongeBob, which I fully endorse. What about Dora? SpongeBob is great. SpongeBob is they, they fantastic. They got Dora going. They got Dora going. Yeah, they got to get a little Dora. You know what Swiper, episode we no watched swiping. today? Uh, Aubrey. SpongeBob's pet snail Gary, Joe. He ran out of snail treats and he went jonesing. So yeah. SpongeBob. You know that Patrick got his own show? Yeah, the Patrick Star show. I know. My new garage door guy isn't a guy. It's the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. Five-star Google ratings are common. They get great comments from their customers. They're available 24-7. They don't charge extra on weekends. They do everything from the springs and the rollers to the remote and get your car synced up to it, whatever you need. They are uh, really good people. And tell them you appreciate a garage logic business when you call them, and that's who I would call or contact because they get it right. Do, you need a new door? Yep. I get you a door. You can give me a door? Precision? Precision door. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities can get you a new door. Uh, they fix doors correctly. They do it right the first time. They know you're busy. They're busy. They love being busy. They uh, they are really good people. They're uh Highly trained, as they say, mm-hmm. and it's a garage logic family. So I would get a hold of Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities at, uh, well, I would do it at PrecisionDoorMN.com. So as you're talking about that Texas stuff, I'm following along in a map, and I accidentally discover Circuit of the Americas, the uh, track that F1 races at in Austin. Ooh. Yeah, that looks like a pretty cool little uh, circuit. I think Red McCombs had something to do with that. I think he was a major investor. It's called Circuit of the Americas. Mm. What is it? It's a racetrack, dummy. Mm. Wasn't he in the used car business? Wasn't that his? Yes. Well, he was in the car business. He 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 became very wealthy selling cars. Bought the Vikings for about twelve bucks and sold them for what? <laughs> Four hundred million, six hundred million. A lot of money. All right, let's do Jason. When did he kick the bucket? Recently. He left this veil of tears on in February of this year. Oh, really? Just recently? Yes. That was longer ago. I believe I said the word recently. He Did you? was uh, ninety-five years of age. Oh, um, and who did you say? Oh, Cephal. And Dante has matured so much uh, in the leadership of this team. I don't. Yeah. Thank you. What was the one that I thought? Did, did he call into you guys, Patrick? I just wanted to let you know I'm heading out of town. Yes, <laughs> yeah, we had him on the air, and we had him on the air at the fair when he first bought the team. He was a, an easy guy to get along with. Well, he was slick. Well, right, he's a, he's a car guy. Right. Because <clears throat> Pat didn't Royce you rip the hell out of him. I suppose. Didn't we used to have White Bear? Uh, Pontiac and Buick GMC. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was... Um, What's that guy's name? Paul Rubin? 
Paul Rubin. I ran into him at the airport recently. Is he still in the car business? Uh, I didn't chat about that. I didn't want to. I didn't feel it was... Uh, Did he look fit and healthy? He or? looked the same. Yeah. Good guy. Uh, what, what What are we doing He here? was the king of... Uh, I'm sorry, rookie. We're having trouble getting your paperwork through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said there's never a bad day to sell a car. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I'm having internet issues. Internets. You know, if things work the way they should, you know what? The more and more people drive EVs, the cheaper gas will be. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Jesse. Yeah, it's all that about for me. me. It's all about All me. right, everybody. <laughs> turn on your electric vehicles. Hey, I thought he was going to come on to rip, uh, what is this rip Joe about EVs. We can, he'll come on anytime. Let's go here. Rook? He'll probably charge us because now he's <laughs> charging people to say happy <laughs> birthday. Oh, I should see if he's going out to the fair at all. <gasps> oh, Why that would he? He might go out. He's Give me no that snow dummy. cone. He'll Give me that no dummy. He's no. not going to go to the it's fair. He'll yes. with disease. He will, he will this year, I bet. Why? Why? Tell me what his one. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm. Election? No, 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 no. No. Bigger than that. Oh, marijuana. Yes. I could lure him to say, "Get on, coming out, and you know, let's talk about that." And it'll go to everything else. And say, "We only need you for a segment." And he'll sit there for three yeah. hours. I don't listen to the show, but yesterday, <laughs> when you talked about, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll say: Teslas and weed. Does he have a Tesla? He's got the big one. I'm He's sure got the one with the ridicule, uh, ridiculous. No, ridiculous. What's the, what's the guy's name? The rapper. I don't know. Ludicrous. Ludicrous? Yes. Ridiculous. 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 You are the whitest guy I know. <laughs> no, no. You know what I was today? I smelled dope. By one of the clear employees that, that works the line, I just walked up, and he's, man, you are so cool. I just love the way you work. And he shook my hand. He said, you're invited to the barbecue. I said, seriously? He said, yeah. I would have said... Not like uh, not like Charles, who thought you were the undercover boss. Oh, you wanted to cover boss. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas yeah, did invite boss. me to the barbecue. I was at his wedding. Have you ever went to a black wedding before? I have <laughs> Be not. ready. We were about the well, only. There was about five white people Be at the wedding. Be ready for what? Be ready. I love and that. He had, the floor. he had the tuxedo with the top hat, the cane. But he, on, his, on the night before, he hurt his ankle oh, no. like on the stag party. So he had that clump, 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 clump. ankle at the stag party. Yeah, so he had to wear a boot. Well, it's because you, you know what? You cannot outdress a black man and or woman. No. no. You, you, it's just not doable. Look not at possible. Marvin at the Christmas party. No matter how yes, hard you try. Top hat and, yeah. yeah. It wasn't even a top hat. It was a bowler. Check it out now. Well, yeah. you know why he hurt his ankle? God, that is sweet. You didn't let him borrow your truck. When he was moving the fridge that didn't fit into the door. <laughs> It's the kind of stuff he Can gets into. Can we get going? Yes, I'll call Thomas right now. Hey, uh, Matt, uh, I need to borrow your truck. Uh, no, I've only known you for three days. <laughs> and it's not a truck. It's an SUV. Right, it's a Suburban. But he was an Islander, so he was okay. Deal with sale? Mm-hmm. You ready, Joe? Well, sure. All right, I'm rolling. Ready, Ken? Yeah. Okay. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Souchere. Using seafoam motor treatment in your fuel tank gives you one less thing to worry about 
during our four seasons. The dumbbell that hosts this podcast probably didn't know that when he was 17 years old. But the wrenching nephews, genius number one and genius number two. Daryl and Daryl. They live by that rule. Actually, a lot of people might not realize that most preventable engine problems, they start right there in the fuel system. That's because gas nowadays sucks. It just I know I'm not supposed to say that, but it's awful. Our gas these days is awful. Seafoam helps. It cleans harmful gum and varnish from the entire system, helping the engine run better, start faster, last longer. It works the same magic on all your engines, no matter what kind it is, big, small, gasoline diesel seafoam is always the ticket and you can find it everywhere and the true believers we keep an extra can right there in the car and i believe the genius that hosts this podcast also um keeps one at hand always close by i do so he's not a bad guy actually truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas seafoam wasn't jason aldean the fellow who uh and I'm confused by this. He ran off the stage the other night because he had heat stroke. Yeah, oh, heat yeah. stroke. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why would he have run off the stage? I wonder. Maybe he sensed it and didn't want to. Well, do anyway, that he collapse. got off the stage. I don't know much about Jason Aldean. In fact, I I'm unaware of his music. Although I'm not unaware of his genre. I like Morgan Wallen, for example. Okay. Oh, uh, really? I do. Why? Yeah. I'm curious. Because I think he has the greatest melodies with the worst lyrics of anyone I've ever <laughs> <Okay>. heard. <laughs> well, that's a good Is that a like him? I think a that's a compliment. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the summer song he has? Uh, sipping on a sipping on yeah. a sixer. Uh, he does have another song that I dig too. Uh, that sounds like a kid rock summer song. It does. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And it, it it rocks like one too. Again, is that a compliment? <laughs> I guess. Jason Aldean is now in a bit of a dust up. Because he has a song called Try That in a Small Town. And suddenly uh, he's the object of much criticism. Because the song came out in May. Okay. But overnight someone complained to country music television, which was running the video for that song. And country music television did what anyone does in this country when somebody complains. They pulled the video. Right. It's a song about, uh, well, it's, it's a fairly benign song, if you ask me, about, hey, don't don't try to carjack in my town. Don't. It's just, it's life in a small town. It's, he's talking about the tremendous divide in this country. And in a small town, I'm not necessarily... I don't think he's from a small town. I think he's from Macon. But I think it's a tempest in a teapot, except for one thing. What's that? The video, the, the song has nothing to do with race. It only has to do with race if you're a Mysterian, because you're going to insert that. Right. Uh, no, no, John, I'm pushing back on you because I knew you were going to say that. The That's only, fine. The video, clip, the, the video clip has a, a, a number of different clips of footage of, you know, people confronting police and um, people burning the American flag to the point where the part of the song where he says spit in a cop's face, the clip they used was, you guys all remember, the white girl that sat and berated a police officer for a long period of time who didn't say anything, then she spit in his face, and he tackled her to the ground and arrested her. 
That's the clip they used. Well, here's a, a lyric. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, That's stop on about. the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough? We'll try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. What's wrong with that? Nothing. But if you're a Mysterian, you will instantly turn it into him talking to black people. I immediately, when I read the I didn't know about this song either until about three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. I read the lyrics. I didn't know about it until today. Yeah, yesterday for me. <laughs> I, was, I was alerted by a friend of mine. And uh, I read the lyric, and I definitely felt some undertones of the old-fashioned uh, sundown towns where the blacks, you know, shouldn't be seen after sundown. Mm -hmm. And those were all small towns, of course. Where does he South, say where that anywhere? He does, he does not. No, no he no. does not. No. no. There's no overt reference to race at all. In general, I, that wouldn't be what bugged me about the song. I mean, the song to me is just a pandering, you know, piece of, you know. And, and, and he's written other songs about small towns, too, as it turns out. I'm looking at a song called Small he, Town so Small. He, he did not write this. I don't believe he writes anything, does he? I don't think. I don't, I don't know. It says so. by Jason Aldean. He did not write this. This was written by a, a guy who's really well known. Part of it, anyway, Kelly Lovelace, who's written songs for everybody. Oh, in yeah. Everything and in Nashville know. right now is written by folks. Like you'll get five good songwriters. You'll you'll write a quote hit because There's, everybody wants hits. Are these hungry songwriters or established songwriters? No, they're established. These guys are very established. Okay. Four guys wrote this song, John. And, and they're all very established, yeah. Well, here, here's here's uh, the observation I'm having. Cheryl uh, Crow, for example, has yeah. weighed in, among oh. other people. Okay. And she is saying uh, she's an anti-gun activist. There's another lyric about it. He has his grandfather's gun, and and don't try to take it away from me or something. I don't have the complete lyrics in front of me. Got a, Maybe. got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that S might fly in the city. Good luck. Yeah. So Cheryl Crow. Uh, the only thing I, I want to mention is I've never heard Cheryl Crow condemn a, a misogynistic, sexually horrific, violent, drug-addled rap song. How about that? What? That wet-ass uh, girl part w -A -P. song. W-A-P. Yeah. So all the all I want to do is know what game are we playing? I've, it's I've, the same I've, one we always you're, play. You're guilty if you're white. I, I acknowledge that there's a great divide culturally in the country. Mm -hmm. And much of this song by Aldine is an accurate representation of small-town America. For example, I was just telling you about Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin yesterday. I'm not going to get carjacked in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. No. And if I did, there would, somebody would be up in arms about it. Right. Maybe literally. The point is, not a word is ever said with how foul hip-hop music can become. Just how foul it can become. I never hear a peep about it. I never hear legislators want to uh, flex their virtue. I never hear a Sheryl Crow. I never hear the New York Times. They're all weighing in on this, by the way. Well, look at Tennessee State Rep. Justin Jones. As Tennessee lawmakers, we have an obligation to condemn Jason Eldeen's heinous song calling for racist violence. Well, no, what a it shameful, does not call for racist violence. This is what a shameful vision of gun extremism and vigilantism. Wasn't well, Jones also the subject a few months ago on the show? I don't know. That, that's 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 a guy standing on a soapbox. 
did you have the issue? What issue did you have with the video? You said you had an issue with the video. There is a portion of the video where he's the, filmed playing uh -huh. the guitar in front of, uh, help me, John, in front of uh, what? The courthouse in, I don't know what city, but the courthouse is famous for a reason. Is that the problem you have with yes. the, the video? Yeah. Yes. What? Fill us in. Well, and, he films a portion of the video in front of a in front of a courthouse where there was a famous lynching of a kid who was dragged there by a car and then hung. In nineteen twenty seven. Uh, in nineteen twenty seven. Now I uh, coincidence or no? Well, I what don't, was I Henry don't know. Ford driving that car? That's Pardon? It's a, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, Henry well It's was, almost a hundred years ago. Right. Yeah. Uh Maybe his handlers would have picked a better location. I don't know the well, answer to that. Speaking of handlers, if you're a handler of his, remember he's the guy who was on stage in Vegas when the guy shot 60 people and killed them. Right. Don't you think that would have entered into this conversation at some point? I don't think he's calling for gunplay here. I don't no, I, think he's calling for a violent revolt. No, it's, I, I it's think just it's a fairly of, uh, benign song about we are we're not putting up with any BS in a small town. Okay, he's talking tough. He's he's, he's talking tough. I don't think like he's I said, talking tough a, at all. I think he, I think the writers, the numerous writers that wrote this song, are just reflecting life in a small town. I do and, too, and, and it's not angry or violent or we're out to get anybody. It's just. Leave us alone. We're missing. Leave us, the, leave us alone. You know, you, you leave us alone. Everything will be awesome. We're missing the much larger point too. You guys watch. This is going to be the number one well, song on iTunes well, tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah, I was huge. saving that yeah. for the very end. Oh. Like we said, John heard about this song three weeks ago. Joe today, me yesterday, tomorrow, the world. Right. You know, this and, is the best publicity he's ever received, without a doubt. Yesterday, I said to you. Uh, as far as the eye can see, because the eye can see, I don't know, can the eye see two miles? I saw the shoulder packed with pickup trucks, guys sitting in lawn chairs, drinking a beer, watching the cars go by. Listen to Jason Aldean. What the hell is different about that scene than what he's talking about? Exactly what Kenny just said. Those are the people that just... And those are the people alone. who are going to say, uh, to to reflect on the lyric that apparently is getting the gun crowd wound up, got a gun my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round it up. Well, that bleep might uh, go in a city. Good luck. Try that in a small town. Well, do you think any one of those people in the pickup truck uh, on the side of the road in, in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, are going to give up their gun? And you guys equate that to, like, AKs and ARs. I'm not uh, equating it to the, anything. The gun my granddad gave me is an old pump 20 gauge. The one my, my kid has is a, is a 22 um, bolt action. These aren't, these aren't kill people, I, human I, being guns. They're, I, I can you know. keep this really simple. I just want to know what the rules of the game are well, we're playing now in the I'm, United States. That's where I'm going because the thing is, and we, we've seen this, it doesn't matter if it's music, if it doesn't matter. There are two sets of rules in this country. Right. If this is fair game for criticism... <laughs> Then so are nine out of ten hip hop songs. But those won't be called but out. But they're never called no. out. So what are the rules? What is the game the, we're playing? Well, I see now those are called out, but they're called out by people in that genre, if you will. 
So there's a, a part of that genre that will now call find out me a lyrics. call out on one of those songs. It'll take me, you know, two seconds. If, well, who, if what do you mean in me. the genre? In, Their in, peers in, are calling a, them out. Yes, a hip hop artist or a rapper or an R and B artist will call them out, but nobody from the country field is going to call them out. Uh, no, like okay, whoever. Uh, no, let me. Like you might have misunderstood me when I say it's called out. Uh, has the New York Times ever uh, criticized uh, oh, a misogynistic, sexually violent rap song? Has uh, has CNN? Uh, has anyone ever uh, jumped it, into the fray? Will it be go, discussed on the View? Yeah, go way, way back to the beginning of rap with NWA's "F the Police." Yeah, and and so just somebody explain to me what the what what are the ground rules? It's almost I want like the so- ground. I want to meet with the umpire and have him tell me what the ground rules are. I get to rip the hell out of Jason Aldean for a fairly benign song, uh, but now politicians wishing to make virtue, they're going to stand up and say this is heinous and full mm-hmm. of racial hatred. Where's the same legislator when a black guy sings about hatred and in, in killing cops? Where's this? They, where's the legislator? And if that legislature does. <laughs> Legislator, thank you. Does stand up and say something, he gets shouted down for being racist. So we, you know, what the the answer to my question is: there are no rules. It's almost like someone needs to write a book. I don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know Jason Aldean. I don't know of him. Uh, I don't know anything about him. We have talked about him before, Joe. Remember yeah. his wife got in trouble? I don't know. I mentioned this to Joe earlier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why, did trans, she get, trans why did she get in trouble? What did uh, she say? Uh, sh- what did she say, Christy? Remember she said, I, I remember it specifically because it actually reminded me of my wife because she said the part of being a tomboy growing why up. Why doesn't somebody look it up and we'll I, get it I'm accurate? Doing Johnny's yes. doing it right now. She she grew up as a tomboy, and she said, I'm so thankful that my parents didn't want to transition me into a boy like probably would have happened today. What's wrong with that? She liked playing sports, and she liked doing stuff boys like doing. Okay, I'm asking about the rules now. Well, uh, do the rules not allow me to say that? Well, it's viewed through the lens of transphobic. Bleep them. There's nothing wrong That's with That's my reaction, but there are a lot of people that... But I believe she doubled and maybe even tripled down on some of those Yeah, and, and then they... See, I think Jason Aldean, and that's fine. He can be as controversial as he wants, uh, but remember, he then took the kids out with comments about, you know, hiding from Biden, took his kids out. After all that happened, just to make took sure his kids knew. out. What do you mean? Took his took kids out, out, out on the town, out on the town at a press conference, oh. and they both had t-shirts on and said hiding with Biden. And he's that's fine. That's his game. He you know he played the PR game. I'm sh- and again, that's what I think. Part of this song is it's a pandering word. I can't say <laughs> the song is and the lyrics certainly is. Yeah, if he's guilty of anything, he just makes terrible music that's popular well melodically it's like <laughs> yeah. every other song you hear on the country music stations there's no don't listen yeah, it's, it sounds like rock and roll with a twangy voice he's got yeah. some really good guitar work in this song by the way there's tons of great guitar players in nashville trust me yeah. can i read a paragraph uh, from jason regarding this it's uh, on the cnn entertainment website and it's a it's a piece about what cheryl crow says about it and the final paragraph of the piece is, Jason, try that in a small town for me, refers to the feeling of community that I had growing up 
where we took care of our neighbors regardless of a difference in background or belief because they were our neighbors and that was above any differences. My political views have never been something I've hidden from and I know that a lot of the a lot of us in this country don't agree on how we get back to that sense of normalcy where we go at least a day without a headline that keeps us up all night. But for the desire to it, that's what the song is about. Mm-hmm. But okay, but he he's saying he's doing that by performing a confrontational song. It's only confrontational because the Mysterians have seized upon it to make it controversial. They they did. I I think the lyrics a bit confrontational. John, John, Joe, they did what Jason and the songwriters were hoping for. Yeah. They bit on the hook. And like you guys said, it'll be huge. Well, it probably already is. Carjack an old lady, cuss out a cop, stomp on the flag. Why is that controversial? Uh, it's not to me. Why is that controversial? And to call it a modern-day pro-lynching song is outrageous. I don't see that anywhere in the lyrics. Well, the only place you see it in the lyrics is to, is to discern that from the location of the video. Okay, how about which, full of good old boys raised up right if you're looking for a fight? Is that confrontational? A good old boys to me are Is that guys... any more confrontational than a black rap artist saying, let's shoot the cops? Uh, no, see, but I don't, it's, see, I, I don't get it. Then help me understand what the rule is. What are the rules then? There are no rules. You don't, why? Okay, so if I'm going to uh, go after this song, then I have to go after a rap song too? Is that what you're saying? Why would how about you a rock if song? you're going to go after rock, this song? Why don't you go after Rolling Stone songs that are misogynistic and call women bad names? Why don't you do that uh, if you're going after the rap songs? Why wouldn't you? Would be Why my question. You? Why wouldn't you? No, but, oh, because they're not even they're not in the news. Their 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 time has come right. and gone. Yeah. And fifty years ago, that should have been taking place. Literally fifty it, years ago. It wasn't literally. It was you know into the eighties. Yeah. You know. But l- above all of this, look at what they've done. Look at how they're f- uh, making us think that it's only about. Uh, black people and against blacks in small towns they've already got that my they've already trained us to fall into that trap they're I, leading the witness though as long as the as long as the mystery runs the country it's okay to rip Jason Aldean it's not okay to rip whole boy or whatever the hell the name is 50 cent oh boy 50 cent, 50 cent. yeah <laughs> It's okay to, to. But that's what I'm. That's what it's I'm saying. It's okay to condemn Jason Aldean. It's not okay to condemn an artist who said shoot the cops. That's the rule. Well, that was actually he actually plays a cop on TV right now. That was Ice T. So does T. Yeah, Ice yeah. T. Ice T. Plays a cop on TV. He's the one that said. Uh, <clears throat> and I just read an interview with him uh, when that role was offered to him. He called uh, called around and asked all his home homies. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I should take that. And they're like, are you crazy? Take the job, you nitwit. Yeah, would Jason Aldean get offered that job? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I just have one problem with both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to aspire to be a good old boy. A good old boy isn't some Civil War South Stars and Bars hillbilly KKK. A good old boy is a guy that pulls over 
before the tow truck gets you, pulls you out of the ditch and helps you down to the next town. I agree. A, a good old boy is, right. is is a good American there to help everybody out. I agree. I Lee agree. Greenwood. Well, but good old boy. <laughs> in this context, that, that song is next. Lee Greenwood. I love America. And John, you're guilty of it. Music. You're guilty of it, John. A good old what? boy in this context you just described as being confrontational. A good old boy to me when I was growing up was great. Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson. Guess what? Politically, they agree with me. See, uh, uh, <laughs> but no, see, you've assigned politics to it to me yeah, well, a good old boy is yeah, the guy a guy that has that was a joke. he has a toe strap yes. and a chainsaw and a shovel and all that shit in the back of his truck so he's ready for any kind I, of ordeal that comes his way couldn't agree more Kenny. that couldn't that's what a good more. old boy the lesson is to, to be learned in all of this is if you're going to go to a country music <laughs> lyricist let's just stick with luke bryan okay uh, oh god country girl uh, Shake yeah, it for me, girl. Those are shake it for me, girl. How bad it is. I can now. understand. Forget shake it for me. Oh, the song you're looking for, Joe by Morgan Wallen, is called Seven Summers. Oh, I love that song. It is a good song. I so love I like that it. song. This, this other Jason Aldean song, I referenced Small Town Small, yeah. seven songwriters. Seven. Yeah, that's how it's done in Nashville. Wow. wow. I had no idea. You know what Jason Aldean has? A big payroll. Yeah, well, well, they all do that. It's, Every it's, country artist does that. Corporate music is what it is. Thank Huey you, Lewis and country. There's there's some great country artists that write their own songs, but they don't make it on the radio. Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childers, Cody Jinks, uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. I've heard all of them on the radio. Not on the radio. You you have not. You've heard them on, uh, on satellite radio. Satellite radio. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've never heard them on top forty. I don't even radio. listen to uh, terrestrial radio anymore. Where the hell? Well, are you, what are you listening nobody to? Nobody does. Satellite. Wallen on? Satellite. You, satellite. What channel are you listening to? The oh, Jerry Outlaw Morgan Country, Wallen. the Highway. Not out, you ain't hearing Morgan Wallen on Outlaw Country. Boy, the Highway. The Highway. A grandkid turned me on to Morgan Wallen. I don't know where she's hearing it. <laughs> Rain make corn. There must be a station in town that's playing Morgan Wallen. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Both the country huge. stations are. Yeah. 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 Joe playing Sturgill, though, I bet. Where are you no. going to find genius like this? Rain makes corn. Yeah. Corn makes whiskey. Okay. Whiskey <laughs> makes my baby feel a little frisky. That is some good right. Oh, God. <laughs> Rain the, makes that, corn. Yep. See, corn makes whiskey. Right. Whiskey makes my babe feel frisky. Feel, feel a little frisky. frisky. Was little he sitting frisky. on the John Deere B when he came up with those lyrics? <laughs> The one-bottom plow. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's raining, so that makes the corn. Corn's growing. And the corn's growing, and that's going to end up making the whiskey. Mash it up. That's going to end up making the gal yeah. frisky. Whiskey makes my baby feel Did a little Those and the fact that that was a hit make me more depressed than the fact that you guys have been <laughs> yelling at me for the last 20 minutes. John, uh, I haven't. I've enjoyed the discussion. Yes, John sir. Cougar Mellencamp. He was born in small town. town. I wrote that song in the laundry room of my old house, he told American Songwriter Magazine in 04. We accompanied, and I had to go write the song. The people upstairs could hear me writing, and they were laughing when I came up. They said, you've got to be kidding. What else can you say about it? Mellencamp later told the Wall Street Journal he had been writing the lyrics using an electric typewriter that beeped whenever he misspelled a word, which had amused the people listening upstairs. However, they were silenced when he played the song to them. In 13, 2013, Mellencamp told Rolling Stone, I wanted to write a song that said, you don't have to live in New York or L.A. to live a full life or enjoy your life. 
I was never one of those guys that grew up and thought, I need to get out of here. It never dawned on me. I just valued having a family and staying close to friends. The two songs are not analogous. Not but I'm, but yeah. I'm saying, is that what Aldine was trying to say? Uh, yeah. If he did, he missed the mark a bit. Well, yeah, he added some other... More importantly, though, where do watermelons go in the summertime? They go to John Cooter Melon Camp. No. They go to oh, John no. Cooter Melon Camp. No. Yes, they do. Oh. All, the All the watermelons. All the watermelons. Speaking of uh, John Cougar Melon Camp, <laughs> do yourself a favor and Google "Let It All Hang Out" and watch that on YouTube. Oh, it's my favorite video. You'll That's, thank uh, me later. She That's is. An old... a, she's frisky. Yeah. Frisky. So she That's... had the corn. No, he had the corn because it rained. Right. He, even the gals will be thanking me. Trust that, me. That song was written by a band who wanted to sound like Bob Dylan not making sense. Did you know that? That was no. a hit in, in 19, what, 67 or so by the Ombres. Really? Ombre, by the what, Ombres. Song? what song? Let it all hang out. Oh. Uh, the Ombres had the first go around with that in about 67, and they were all studio musicians, and they thought Dear, uh, Dylan's lyrics were funny. So they decided to yeah, string well, a bunch of lines together that made no sense. They and had to get have, record uh, with it. They didn't have the video that uh, Cougar Camp had. Maybe That's maybe uh, we can maybe video. we can conclude this by saying that we're in agreement that there are no rules. The rules are sell as many uh, sell as many units as possible. Huh? Or there is a rule: you can rip Jason Aldean, but you can't rip a black artist. I'm not going to agree. Find with that. me I'm a sorry. rip of a black artist. Oh, Jesus. by the New York Times. Find it. But for how me. about uh, let's see? Snoop Dogg recalls Dionne Warwick confronting him about misogynistic lyrics. That's another artist doing it. How about that? That's right. That's, That's okay. That it's black on black. That's okay. Oh. Jesus. Um, how have I missed this video, Kenny? Uh, I, I do. Out. I do need to say thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Kenny. Thank the, you. The, the discussion's over. You, you guys have never seen the video. You, you guys have never seen that video. Huh. I have. The guy is hot. It's I fabulous. have seen it because Kenny guy, told me to watch it. The yeah. guy is hot. The guy takes his shirt off. He's what, hot. What's, what song is it? <laughs> let, let it all hang out. Huh. Let me see it all. I mean, let it all let hang, all out. hang out. This weekend, under perfect weather conditions, get out to EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake for the Vander Hall Demo Day and Cookout. And yes, the cookout will feature Grunhofer's meats. I've been invited to the cookout. But the Grand, the uh, the Vanderhall Roadster is a very cool vehicle. It's street legal. Also, while you're there, don't forget Bintelli and Scootstar electric bikes are on sale. Buy one, get a second one of equal uh, value or less expensive value at half price. It's an amazing sale at EcoFun Motorsports. Uh I'm looking at a picture of the Vanderhall Roadster. I didn't know there was a hard top. I bet it it just it's a function of uh, uh I don't even think it's an option. They probably come with a hard top, but you probably keep that in the garage on a sunny day while you go for a spin. Mm -hmm. Have I showed you the pictures of those I things? I love it. I would love those to I would cool. love to take a spin in it's, that. It's uh, Eco Fun in Forest Lake in Burnsville. Great electric bike sale now and it's a Vanderhall Roadster. Demo day. They've got a great parking lot. It's a brand new eco fund that opened last summer in Forest Lake, just west of 35 on 97. Youth recreational equipment, all the little gas scooters that turn urban mm -hmm. errands into adventures. 
uh, helmets and apparel and a great service, but really going to be a fun day Saturday. Uh, you don't have to just test drive the Vanderhall. You can test drive and get the right fit on an electric bike and take advantage of the great sale on Bentelli and Scootstar. It's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Uh, get off 35 on 97 and go west a couple hundred yards. There it is. And down in Burnsville, EcoFun Motorsports on the service road of life near County Road 42. It's EcoFunMotorsports.com. Um, Your Honor, that does it for me on ads. Do we uh, do we know the name of the the young lady in the video? I don't. Yeah, she's a model, and she, about three yeah. quarters of the way through, she slips off of uh, slips out of the. Uh, yeah, the, I got you. Um, uh, I didn't see don't that. Say it. Yeah, it's really quick. She slips them off and throws them at them. Um, great story behind this video. The crew showed up to shoot with the girl and a sexy male model. The old guy with the mohawk was just standing by watching and was dancing a bit. The director looked at his crew, pointed at the male model, and said, Get him out of here. He's fired. I want that guy right there. And the rest is history. I was going to say, he looks like a roadie. And this has to be one of the cheapest shot videos as a, in expense right. there ever was. The band didn't even have to show up. Oh. <laughs> hey, John, are you going to do the Shakopee story? Uh, What's what, the name uh, of the what song? Let it all, Let it all, hang, all hang, out. hang out. The what? What is it, Chris? They found that guy not guilty that cut off his girlfriend's head. Uh, well, well but not insanity. Guilty. Yeah. So he gets institutionalized. Chris, we don't. What we don't carry the head downtown. He cut that? it off downtown, right? He's kind of walking around downtown. Yeah, it was right here. by High V. Yeah, High V will do that to you. Uh, <laughs> well, not High V. Uh, no, not that's not that part of Shakopee. It's. What the well, hell? Well, we had a nice conversation there, but we didn't solve anything. Didn't MTV ban this video? Did they? I don't know. Oh, one almost fell out. <laughs> <laughs> one what? He's hitting pause. You know. One what? Thing? One of her mammary glands. One what? And then at the end, he picks her up throws her over his shoulder and walks away. Pretty How misogynist is that? Pretty, pretty misogynist. Wow, that is awesome. We should ban that video is what we should do. <laughs> Wait, let me record. Or let me download it first. I've got it. Reavers, on my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> you got it on your favorites? It's always there. At the ready. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, I got to plug Patrick in here. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Some people. God, it's so dang good. Hey, John. Yes. I don't get any of today's new country. It makes no sense. None. It's awful. They're going to back it on up. The only guy that's worth listening to is Stapleton. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, Morgan to... Wallen. And Morgan Wallen. Big old I do Cadillac. like Morgan Wallen. Yeah. I'm not a big Morgan guy. I'm, I'm not either, except for that song. I'm Morgan Freeman. Uh, what was the uh, he covered uh, cover me up Jason Isbell song uh, and the Isbell version is killer but then Morgan Wallen had number one hit with it. Could you please cover me up? I am cold. Did I we talk I think Morgan Wallen just is is San Diego Petco. Yes, sold it out two nights in a row. Wow. Yeah, he's huge. Well, Luke Combs is doing that at you know Viking stadiums all over the country right now. 
He's the big... uh, it's a popular uh, genre with the gals. I'll see. Yeah. I'm sorry, but a song that takes seven people to write. Uh, I, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know, guys. That's, know. Dale explained the whole thing to me, and, and I didn't believe him until I started looking at songwriters of modern country. Oh, my God, it's 1 o'clock already. Dylan could have written that song in about five minutes. Yeah. He'd, oh, he'd, the music part. I think Dylan's a better writer than the music itself. Dylan doesn't write lyrics, though. Seven Summers, the only thing I like is the music. The lyrics are as cornbread as anything, you know. John, when you get to your midway point, we hear to me, as they say. Have you guys heard that crazy guy named Orville Peck? I have, yes. Now that's some country. That's uh, that's country, yeah. That Didn't he just some take, he just stuff. took time off, though, or something? Cause yeah, I think he's nuts. Are the Mavericks country? Mental issues. We're going to back it up. Mavericks on. are, I would call Mavericks more... Almost Tex Mex. Alt country? I'd call them alt country. Yeah. I think they can I think the Mavericks are so good though they can be anything they want. Yeah. Chris, who did you send me tell me to send it to? Me, please. To you. Yes, please. Yes, please. I think the Mavericks are coming to town this fall. They are. They are September. I really want to go too. Uh, Joe, there's a lot of New York Times editorials. I won't read them all about rap music and how they need to change the lyrics. Uh. Hey, I've, run, I've seen five. So download far. the baseball app. Uh, okay. What? No. Where's the email about the download the baseball app for the tickets? We just just download the ballpark app. Well, yeah. On your phone. It's Is just it literally go search your apps and just look for the ML either MLB or MLB ballpark app. It's super easy. Except I'll need to help Joe get into the ballpark. Yeah. You gonna make it there, cowboy? What? Into the MLB app? Uh, no. MLB ballpark app. Yes, sir. Ball. And just the first, this one, with this hitter, yep. not this one. No, don't do that one. I got a new theory about Trump with the hitter. Love that. He's done. No, you know what. Make something happen. The longer the, the the machinery of the third class plays with him, the more it looks like they're taunting him to his followers. And he, and he gets that. away with saying, look how I'm persecuted. Because it's a new indictment every day, a new arrest threat every day. Why don't you take action and do something about this guy? You, you are uh, parroting what liberal people have been saying on Twitter for a year. I, yeah, do it, do I, it I don't now, mean to. I know I what you are. Yeah. Do something now, or else you're just going to create more. You're, you're creating another him. monster here. Yeah. And unfortunately, no. he's not man enough to say, I'm just going to go away. Well, well plus, he's incapable of embarrassment. He's incapable of even knowing the difference between right and wrong. He's, he's a psycho. So he thrives on this stuff. And the more he puts out there that he, I'm being persecuted for you, the more people with two teeth are willing to believe that. And there's a million of them. Millions of them. <laughs> the mistake you're making is you think it's it's only um, dumbbells. Okay, maybe people with seven teeth. Yeah, you're still making hey, a grievous full error. Set, full mouth Some of the teeth. full set. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, try I, that in a small town. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wouldn't try it if I were you. a boy, Chris. See if you can get away with it. That was pretty good. Thank you. 
I no, do but know. This is ridiculous. It just, I told you two years ago, this will never end. Yeah. He's enjoying the perks of the third rail. The third rail doesn't doesn't punish its own people. They pretend they are. They put on this show for you, but nothing's happening. Nothing. So now it looks like he's being pestered. And the people who support him don't want him to be pestered. That's Meanwhile, have the Republic's, Republicans come up with a viable candidate? No, not at all, because they're all afraid of this moron. Well, that means we're going to get four more years of what we have now. If he wins, he'll. it's going to be a dreadful mistake because he wants to turn it into an authoritarian presidency. Where's the uh, role of Congress and the Senate in his view of politics, such <laughs> as they are? He doesn't have a view. Well, he wants more power to the president. Right. That's dangerous. Hey, Sergio, <laughs> you know, Venus kicked Martina's ass. I mean, the father set it up to have checks and balances. Not right. this. They didn't set it up for this screwball. Here, here. We just need to get back to those old American values. That's right. You know? Christianity and patriarchy. Here, and hot dogs and Chevrolet, yeah, yeah. said the founding fathers. I think Chris is right, though. You say any of this in a small town, and you're screwed, Pally. Yeah. Yeah. Here we left on I the saw side a lot of, of signs on my road trip. Miss Trump yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> you'll, see, you'll have that. In your rural areas. Yes, you will. You ready? Rural the only America reason... loved him because they were working. They they you, were busy. You dumb shits don't realize the only reason dumb you kids. don't see that in major metropolitan areas is because they're afraid of retaliation. Yep. You well, think, how can't... long, you put a sign like that in your front yard in South Minneapolis, your house is burned down before the sun comes up. Yep. There's a couple of houses up here still with Trump signs. Well, that's Cracktown, USA. We're talking. Crack Those guys are town. too busy trying to score crack and crack math. Town. Wow. I don't know, John. That's pretty unfair. That uh, really is. It is one o'clock, gentlemen. Let's go. Oh, let's let's go here. Ready, Kenny? Yep. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. It's the little gun shop that could. DK Mags, they've been with us here at GL for the entire run of the podcast, one of our first marketing partners. And it was actually due to me asking them to come aboard. Um, I was at the time. I still am a very happy customer. I've had a number of really great transactions there. And I just want to relate that to the GLers. They've been on Old 8 in New Brighton since 99 with an experienced staff offering a good selection, fair prices, and that's both in-store and on the website. They can help you find that firearm, that accessory, whatever it is, they can help you. Whatever it is you're looking for, it's also a safe and legal place to sell your unwanted firearms and a great place for long or short-term storage if you need, for whatever reason, to get those units out of the house. Monticello Pawn and Gun, also part of the DK Mags family, and not only do they buy and sell firearms, they buy and sell just about anything else. A fun little shop to stop into and just see what's on the shelf. Monticello Pawn and Gun, DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton. Check them out on the web, dkmags.com. Here's John Height. 
Thank you, Joe. This uh, update brought to you by North American Banking Company, celebrating 30 years of garage logic. University of Minnesota says it will no longer consider applicants based on their race or whether their family members attended or work at the U. That decision comes after the U.S. Supreme Court outlawed affirmative action in college admissions last month. It's an update to the Twin Cities campus's holistic review practice that now lists cultural, gender, age, economic, or geographic diversity of the student body as admissions factors. Race and family employment or attendance were still included in that list as recently as June 30th, the day after the Supreme Court ruling. In the week since, the critics nationwide have called on academic institutions to stop legacy admissions, saying affirmative action served as a counterbalance to a practice that mainly benefited white students who came from wealthy families. Now the U of M's updated admissions website says, as part of the recent Supreme Court decision on race uh, race conscious admissions, along with our standard annual review of undergraduate admission practice, we no longer consider race and ethnicity or family attendance or employment at the university as context factors. Uh, We don't know that. Any update on them needing more of the state's money despite plummeting uh, enrollment, John? (laughs) No. How come no, not once? How come not once during Biden's dreadful attempt to pick up the loan debt has anyone in in Congress ever grilled higher education about their pricing? That's a good point. Why don't you go after the schools, kids? That would, be, that would be the first thing they would think. They of. cost too much for what you get. Thank you. Mm-hmm. One person is dead after a car crash in Minneapolis on Tuesday night, according to the police. Officers responding to the intersection of Washington Avenue North and 22nd Avenue North around 7.30, a report of crash with injuries. The press release says that authorities determined a stolen Hyundai had hit a second vehicle at the intersection. A man in his 40s who was driving the car that got hit was taken to HCMC with life-threatening injuries. He later died at the hospital. A woman who was a passenger in the stolen Hyundai was brought to HCMC with a non-life-threatening injury. The driver of the car was not on the scene when officers got there. Minneapolis Police Forensic Division and MPD traffic investigators responded to the scene to begin their investigation. So far, no arrests have been made, and every county medical examiner says they'll identify the victim at a later time. Funeral will be held Saturday in Pequot Lakes for that Fargo police officer who was killed last week, 23-year-old Sergeant Jake Wallen, the native of St. Michael, who also served as a sergeant in the Minnesota National Guard, was shot and killed when a gunman opened fire on crews that responded to a traffic crash on Friday in Fargo. Two other officers hurt in the shooting, including one, a Minnesota native. Yes, sir. I want to know why we're not learning more about the shooter, uh, what his motive was, and what's really going on here. Uh, a guy pulls up, Mohammed bin al-Bahama, or whatever his name is. Correct, I think that I'm wasn't his name. And he starts shooting. Well, what? why are we not knowing more about this? This is a big deal. And do we're not think, getting a word. Do you think they're involved? Because the police keep saying until they have further details. Do you think they're what involved? What details in, do you want? Well, yeah, in more investigation or, or what? what's going on? You're right. What's going on? Makes Was no this sense. an act of terrorism? Mm-hmm. By a so-called lone wolf terrorist? Hmm. What? Let's get some dope here. Let's have some info. Coppers in Fargo. Let's go. I smell dope. Yeah, don't say John. Like what's that. the connection to Pequot Lakes? 
Uh, I don't know. They're having a public service at Pequot Lakes High School, followed by a private service at Greenwood Cemetery in Niswa. So Niswa. I'm not sure. Niswa. Sorry. Did I say Niswa again? I do that yes, all the time. I do it all the time. Is that where one of the coppers is from? I, I It would have to be Wallen, correct? Uh, because it, he's the one the service it, is for. If you're a true Minnesotan, you say Nisawa. You put an A in there. No, Nisawa. no, you don't. Nisawa. No, no Minnesotan I've ever heard in my life we all do. has put an A in there. We all do. It's you Nisawa. do because you're uneducated. It's a Nisawa. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Minnesota Governor Tim Walz has ordered flags at all state buildings to fly at half staff in Wallen's honor. You're so easy, Such. You're so easy. <laughs> I did really jump at that one, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is scheduled to announce what his office calls a historic investment in climate action in Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, God help us. God Thank help goodness. Us. Go, get after with him. Was Cedric the Entertainer with him? It's, get it's, after it, Minneapolis. It's Fix probably this. happening right now. Uh, it's happening this afternoon. Uh, Mayor Fry will be joined by City Council President Andrea Jenkins, Council be Vice President. Available. Vice President Paul Masano, Council Members uh, Chugati and Lisa Goodman, local union leaders and climate advocates at Edison High School. A release for the event said the announcement for new funding would support the city of Minneapolis's climate equity plan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. God almighty. <laughs> wow. I figured awesome. I might get a little reaction from this yeah, one. Yeah, I love it. The plan aims to reduce climate pollution by 2030 and become carbon neutral by 2050. Uh, we don't know that. A Minnesota woman was severely injured by a bison at North Dakota's Theodore Roosevelt National Park on Saturday. The National Park Service says the incident happened at the Painted Canyon Trailhead about 11 in the morning with the woman taken by ambulance to a hospital in Dickinson where she was reported to be in serious but stable condition. She sustained injuries to her abdomen and foot, although the exact details of what happened are still under investigation. Uh, bulls can be aggressive during rutting season. Mid-July through August should be afforded extra space during this time, according to authorities. Park requires uh, visitors stay at least 25 yards away from large animals, including the bison, elk, deer, pronghorn, and horses. The uh, staff said park staff would like to remind visitors bison are large, powerful, and wild, and fast. <laughs> they can turn quickly and can easily outrun humans. But did she get a good selfie? That's all I care about. Right. I mean, was the picture worth it? Being gored. There's Oof. no rain in the forecast. <laughs> Noted. No, well, these yeah. these people on TV have been really getting. Well, you it need wrong. to. What you need to do though is when you look at your radar, Wait you need to expand second. it more than just the two houses around no, I, your I driveway. Have an, I have it about over a two block area. <laughs> there's we supposed a, to be uh, thunderstorms tonight. There's nothing there. in there. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing. We, we had a nice uh, shower here this morning. Did you guys? We had a shower. Coming? We had Is a shower. Is it raining where you're at? Yeah, it was raining a bit. Can you go ahead? Let's go to the phone lines. Yeah, I wonder if I get the time in the Yeah. 109.72. Minneapolis Aquatennial kicks off on Wednesday today as the official civic celebration of the city of Minneapolis. It runs uh, through July 22nd. Uh, it began this morning, the Aquatennial kicking off with a park market, the black market on Wednesday in the Commons. Later, Minnesotans and visitors can listen to music in the park with Spaghetti Monetti and the sauce. Hey, or they can, they can head you want to head down? Yeah, how's the sauce doing? Head over to Loring Park for Loring Park Family Fun Night. Is that George, where they're going to go in the water at Loring Park? 
Spaghetti uh, junction, isn't that in the... Spaghetti uh, and sauce? Is somebody getting thrown into a lake or something? Uh, what know. was the part I missed? Uh, uh, the, the band How did the, you get spaghetti junction? Hell, yeah. Pettico Junction. Leave John Lindell out of it. Spaghetti, Manetti, and the sauce is playing. Nice reference. That's the band. Where? At a lake? Yeah, I thought you said. Uh, they can listen to music in the park. At Loring? Says. At uh, Loring Park Lake. Yeah. Hey, there's a lake at Loring Park, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going to be more okay. Of a, more of a pond, but yeah. Well, a pond would be good. I, was, I can do more of that story. Where I'm just going to skip it. From Jonathan Reeves. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Jonathan Uhas. What the Five Eyewitness News forecast, Jonathan Uhas. Hazy sunshine with muggy and breezy conditions, then spotty thunderstorms. Some could be severe with damaging winds. Yes. After 5 p.m. That's like Cedric gave that forecast. 70% chance there, Mr. Mayor. I don't believe it. I I still use the uh, app from the Weather Channel, and they say the same thing. A possible risk of severe weather today, Joe. Climate change is preventing storms from hitting the Twin Cities. Don't you know that? I want a full apology via Twitter tonight when it's hailing in your backyard. Yeah, I hope you put all your cars away, Joe, so that it doesn't heal on them. That'd be uh, good. Hell of them. <laughs> uh, Hormel Foods introduced a new addition to the Spam lineup yesterday. The new maple-flavored Spam. Unites huh. sweet, natural maple flavoring with the savory goodness of Spam Classic. Almost like a bacon That's almost, a, uh, mm. that'd be the first time Spam had flavor. No, no, no. Uh, it's, thank you for leading to my next sentence. The oh. maple-flavored Spam marks the 11th flavor of the canned pork product. The new flavor was created following fan-developed maple recipes and consumer insights. About that. What is that crap? Is that the stuff that's on the floor? And no. then they put it in a can? No. What, what, seriously, I know it's big in Hawaii. Uh, what is <laughs> it? And what is it? It's pork. No, some, it isn't. It's some sort of gelled BS. I don't oh, know what the hell it is. Parts is parts, Joe. Yeah, Come on. When, parts. when parts? accompanied parts by parts. Velveeta cheese, there is nothing better. And the I'm great a... thing about both Velveeta and Spam, when you squeeze it, it kind of <laughs> oozes through oh, your fingers. No. <laughs> wow, that sounds really good. You know I am that is, it. Joe? That is L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> living. I'm going to go make myself a Spam and Velveeta sandwich and let Chris Reavers uh, catch you up with what he's Spam and W? Huh? Huh? He's just, John just said he's going to go make himself a Spam and W sandwich. I oh. said Vel- Velveeta, no. Joe. Oh, spam and yeah, they're going to be okay. That's like two V's together. <laughs> when you sense that the end is near and want to store away as much money as possible, Definitely. turn to the good people at North it's, American Banking Company. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity, Hello? boy, yeah. they're getting a call from me this afternoon. And they, they're they here to solve your problems. Turn to the experts. There's no shortage of banking options, and they know that here in the Twin Cities. So if you're tired of being just a number to your big national bank, then be sure to check out North American Banking Company. They have six locations to serve you. My location is in Roseville, but you can also check them out at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. And they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service of a community bank. When North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. 
While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. And they are locally owned and operated, which means that loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. So check them out today online. It's nabankco.com. NABankCO.com. That's their website. Go check them out today. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Got her. Water jump in the lake. Time to go jump in the lake. Hmm. <laughs> I have to uh, fill up with water. That's okay. Hofferman's water. I, I got to get my. Uh, Highlight in here right now, actually. So we got a minute. What's Bernie's number? Eight one six something. Yeah, he just sent you and I a text. Yeah, you gonna take him up on that? I think so. It'll take the wife off the hook. Huh? Number one, <laughs> Joe Suchere's hometown, <laughs> Saint Paul. Minnesota. Oh, that's the worst. I, okay, so if I, you know, I find St. Paul, I think I'm more of a St. Paul person. What the hell is because this? Because I live over. Uh, coffee. I, I find it easier to navigate and, and um, I just do a lot more in St. Paul. So you generally walk around feeling like you're picked on all, all the time. Everybody always picks on you and bullies you because that's how you have to feel if you live in St. Paul. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. When there's a national event in St. Paul, the national media will refer to it as Minneapolis. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah, and St. Paul people hate that. Poor bastards. Rook, when Johnny is done with Zanus, he's all done. Okay. Will you please give me Minnesota Masonic? Yes. Charities. And I am ready if you gentlemen are. Hmm. Is that a yes? Uh, I'm. You're done. I'm done. Yeah. We're just going to go right. We're going right to John. We're going right to John. Okay. All right, I'm rolling. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. In other news, Russia unleashing intense drone and missile attacks overnight, damaging critical port infrastructure in southern Ukraine, including grain and oil terminals and wounding at least 12 people. The bombardment targeted the port city of Odessa days after President Vladimir Putin blamed Ukraine for an attack on the crucial Kerch Bridge linking Russia with the Crimean Peninsula. Uh, my grandfather came here from Odessa, Russia. Odessa was a uh, the site of a great novel, the name of which I can't think of. Your grandfather did? Yeah, I have. I, we had a picture of him. My grandma had it. I don't know where it ended so, up. With him standing on a. There's like a, a good chance your family are uh, sleeper spies, huh? That explains yeah. a lot. <laughs> this explains the commie. Uh, now I understand <laughs> everything. Yeah, this explains the commie notions. Admirable. I, I thought you, know, you were German. German-Russian. Well, my, this guy would have been gr- Ukrainian. My grandma's German. 
And my <clears throat> grandpa uh, came from Odessa, Russia. I'll be damned. He didn't go to Odessa, but that's where he left from. Do you have um, July Do you have fantasies about world domination, controlling the population? Uh, no. I leave that to you, fascists. Okay. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Meanwhile, President Vladimir Putin will not attend a summit with leaders from Brazil, India, China, and South Africa in Johannesburg next month. South Africa said that Wednesday, and the reason for all that is there's a warrant out, an international warrant for his arrest, and they would be obligated uh, by the Rome Statute, which they signed, to arrest Putin and send him to the International Criminal Court in The Hague. Uh, South Af Africa are friends with Russia, and they did not want to arrest him, obviously. So instead, uh, the Russians will send their foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov, to the August meeting of leaders. Two U.S. senators are set this week to introduce bipartisan legislation to bar members of the federal executive branch and lawmakers in Congress from owning stock in individual companies, as new polling shows broad public support for such a measure. Wouldn't you think this should have happened already? I believe so, John. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the bill would permit the president, vice president, lawmakers, Capitol Hill aides, and employees of the executive branch to own mutual funds and broad industry and index funds, but it would prohibit them from owning any stocks in individual companies, even if they put them in a blind trust. In Michigan, Attorney General Dana Nessel is leveling felony charges against 16 Republicans who signed that certificate falsely stating that Donald Trump won Michigan's 2020 presidential election. Each of the 16 electors, including former Michigan Republican Party co-chair Michonne Maddock and Shelby Township Clerk Stan Grott, have been charged with eight felony counts, including forgery and conspiracy to commit election law forgery. The revelation capped six months of investigation and produced the most serious allegations yet in Michigan over the campaign to overturn Trump's loss to Joe Biden in 2020. What are you doing? I'm looking at my email. What are you doing? Um... Reading the latest from the fake Alexandria Occasional Cortez. But we're supposed to be listening to this. I'm right. Right. You didn't, you didn't I was had to tell me. Ross that I had to change my email for my uh, twin seconds for tomorrow. <laughs> Ask me. What are you doing? I'm reading the Wikipedia page for the 1957 film, The Admirable Crichton. You're down the rabbit. Kenny's wow. down the rabbit hole. He's the winner. The AOC parody account tweeted the following. Today was the hottest day in 10 million years. Okay which was followed by a photo of her Yep, and said, all the bad weather is Trump's fault. You got AOC with the microphone yep. because he pulled us out of the Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clever. The yeah. Honda Accord. See, I tied it in with Trump because John just did a Trump story. I see. Las Vegas police. How about this? Executed a search warrant in connection with the decades dormant murder case of Tupac Shakur. The department what? announced yesterday. Oh. Really? Yeah. The Metropolitan Police Department said LVMPD can confirm a search warrant was served in Henderson, Nevada, July 17th, as part of the ongoing Tupac Shakur homicide investigation. The search warrant was conducted at a local Henderson home after homicide detectives gathered enough evidence to proceed, according to investigators. It's not clear what police were looking for or how the home involved may have been connected to the case. 
Shakur, widely considered one of the greatest and most influential hip-hop artists in history, gunned down in a drive-by shooting near the Las Vegas Strip on September 7, 1996. He was only 25 at the time. Of course, his legend grew after his death as dozens of posthumous albums, books, documentaries, and films were released. No suspect has ever been identified. There's been little or no movement in the case in the 27 years since his death. Some have pointed to a possible connection between Shakur's death and that of rapper Notorious B.I.G., who was similarly gunned down in a drive-by shooting, uh, shooting in Brooklyn six months later in 2015. Police in Las Vegas told the L.A. Times the case had stalled, not because of a lack of evidence, but because witnesses refused to cooperate with the investigation. Following the recent search warrant, though, the evidence collected will be presented to a grand jury. While police think the actual gunman is probably long dead, Investigators told ABC there is hope that this new evidence could lead them to the gunman's accomplice. What do they think? Suge Knight took care of him? He was with we, you, uh, wasn't he? When he got yeah. shot? Yeah, Suge was driving. We, um, You're going to be relieved to know, uh, find out that um, if you need more information, I have a secret source within the Henderson Police Department. Really? So we can we can break the news on this story if you guys feel the need. I, I don't uh, feel the need, but that's good to know. <laughs> that's good because I lost my cousin's phone number. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, quick update, Johnny, yeah, on a subject sure. that we brought up earlier yeah. in the uh, in the program. Try that in a small town by Jason Aldean has just officially reached number one on oh, iTunes. Yeah. Not shocking. As of one o'clock this afternoon. You ever get the feeling there's something going on we don't know anything about? Well, you think we're being played? It, it, it's something, something you on. don't know about, but, you know, the rest of us, yeah. we, we're on it. Well-documented increase in drinking alcohol during the COVID-19 pandemic coincided with a rise in people with life-threatening liver disease going to the hospital or dying. <laughs> that according, I guess I shouldn't giggle about that, that according to recently published research led by a Washington State University clinician and educator. The report published in the American Journal of the Medical Sciences in June used national hospital admission data to determine that diagnoses, diagnoses, of alcohol-related hepatitis increased nearly 13% between 2019 and 2020. Deaths increased nearly 25%, with 11,455 people dying of the disease in hospitals in 2020, up from about 8,000 in 2016. The data alone does not show that increased drinking from the pandemic caused the jump, but the findings do align with observed increases in sales of liquor, beer, and wine, as people were forced to stay home and avoid crowds beginning in March of 2020. 20. It was a drinking time, wasn't it? It, it really uh, was. It certainly mm -hmm. was. Uh, mm -hmm. Some people it, had to uh, quit drinking because of that. They did. They, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> just gave it up entirely. Yeah. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Political shenanigans in Boston, where Mayor Michelle Wu, a Democrat, is facing criticism for what people are calling Nixonian tactics after her administration admitted that they made a list of her most vocal critics and provided it to local authorities. Wu spokesman Ricardo Patron said the list was made in response to a request from the police department after the mayor had been harassed and physically intimidated by individuals for several months outside her home at city functions and at other public events. 
The acknowledgement by the administration that it had compiled the document came after the list was uncovered in an email obtained through a public records request by Wu's opponents. The tactics used by the administration raise concern over whether Wu and her administration are trying to silence or intimidate her critics, many who have been protesting outside of her home. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Thank you very much. And here is uh, Matthew Mikulski. Yes, and I want to tell you about being charitable, Suchi Boy, which I know you're a charitable man and you do that quietly. Not as far as you know. Minnesota Masonic (laughs) Charities doesn't want to be that quiet. They're not boasting, they're not bragging, but they want to make everybody in the community aware of the opportunities that are out there. Uh, Regular philanthropy, maybe student scholarships. They have a wonderful website for you to poke around on. Oh, also... I do want to make mention of this, too. They want me to promote this. If you want to get an afternoon of golf, this is the second annual Scottish Scramble, which the Minnesota Masonic Children's Clinic is involved with. That will be at Ridgeview Country Club, August 14. Uh, find all the details by uh, contacting Jason Reed at DuluthScots at gmail.com. DuluthScots at gmail.com or visit ScottishScramble.com to register. It looks like it's going to be a fun afternoon, a whiskey tasting, 18 holes, cart, raffle drawings, dinner buffet, business sponsorship packages are available too. So if you would like to get some information about that, once again, ScottishScramble.org. This is the kind of stuff that Minnesota Masonic Charities gets involved with. Things in the community so they can help less fortunate people do have a better life or make it easier on them to pay for school, whatever the case may be. You can be part of that by visiting their website, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. And if you have a free day on the 14th of August, sign up for the Scottish Scramble and tell them that the Rook sent you. Try that shit in a small town. Right. I think that's, that's going to be our, our new catchphrase. I think. Yep. Hey, you guys think this? Well, he coincidence... even got a tune with a built-in cat. That catchphrase will catch on. Hey, try that in a small town. You can hear kids saying that now. That listen to the song. Hey, try that in a small town. Do you have to wear one of those straw cowboy hats to be really authentic? He's got one of the fake. Uh, what do you call it? Jess was telling me about the cowboy hats that are curled on the side. Yeah, those are the posers. What is it supposed to be flat? It's supposed to be nice and flat and like my, dirty. Like my Fairbowl Lakers hat. Like your Fairbowl Lakers hat. Yep. Yep. Well, if it's clean, it. if it's clean, you ain't a cowboy. Well, you got to follow it up with try that in a small time. Biatch. <laughs> small town. Town. <laughs> town. What I say? Time. Time. Yeah. Yeah. That's Close different. <laughs> um, Biatch. You, mm-hmm. you guys think this is a coincidence? The uh, you know we talk about our phones following us. Uh, the call I got from Bernie and the guy, guys that are going to advertise with me, uh, mm-hmm. I just got an ad that has nothing to do with the station from that company wow. on my email. Do you think that's you. a coincidence? Or? Oh, that's I, don't like that. I don't like that. That's kind of creepy. Who is he pitching, John? Something interesting? It's something I use. Okay. Okay. Dental floss. Oh, crap. Got it. Makeup. Yeah, Makeup. Yes, exactly, Rock. Mm-hmm. What's the okay. matter, Reavers? Uh, Viagra? Nothing, just I need people to stop talking. 
Um, shoot. Oh, I thought you had breaking news. No, I entered the wrong do, 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 do. thing by accident. So we're not even on the air. No, we didn't record any of this. We have to start over. Oh, so I could have said what it was, but that's all right. Was Oppenheimer a thin guy, the real Oppenheimer? He wasn't. He was, yes. Because Jillian, uh, or what's his name, Cillian Murphy, who plays him in the film, apparently uh, wasted away to perform this role. Had a one walnut per day for food. One. Uh, that's not walnut. enough. Yeah, he was very skinny. I'm he was skinny. Yes. Of him right now. His name Jay. Jay Robert Oppenheimer. Hmm. Padre of the Atomic Bomb. Speaking of Oppenheimer, I watched the Gangnam uh, video over the weekend. <laughs> what? You know, open bleeping gong and open timer time. That one where he does that little dance. Uh huh. How about this American South soldier Korea. who defected to North Korea? That's funny yeah, uh, because to go. It, it's a South Korean video, so you knew what I was talking about. Wow. I, I did, yeah. Gangnam oh. Style. Oh, Bernie Get, says thank I you. Say That's it. what now Bernie, Open Bernie must style. be listening to the show, huh? Hi, Bernie. Yes. How are you? Yeah. Why? He said I can listen. I can say whatever it is because it's a done deal. So oh, It's Harry's. Good. Harry's Razor. Oh, good. Oh, Harry's good. Razor. Wasn't that Royce's bit? Oh, well, that's a great. They they make good good stuff. I use it all the time. But seriously, I've been using them for like three, four years. We it's we believe you, John. What you do you, you, you do? You use us. it on your uh, private back, parts? Back yeah. here, manscaping. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we I said don't. turn back the clocks. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, Arnie. No. <laughs> turn your clocks back. Turn so what do you put? Clocks you back. Put like a mirror on the floor, John. How does that work? I, uh, I mean, Kenny, I use it on my. Uh, face. Carl, go ahead, please. Yeah, they went into the nursing home uh, in the Al's room at the nursing home. And who, who went in? Said, what now? I'm sorry. Who went into a nursing home? Well, the nurse. The nurse. Okay. Went in to check on Al at the nursing home, and he was taking the shoe polish and putting it all over his swimsuit area. And uh, the nurse said, no, Al, you heard it wrong. They said, turn the clocks back. <laughs> Oh, golly. I'll never tell you that. No, Al, you heard him Al, wrong. Al, you heard him wrong. Jimmy wants to come on this week and be the guy who found the treasure in Kentucky, the gold coins. Ah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That, that's, yeah, yeah. Is that part of the that. buried treasure? That I got was... your note on this phony show said they found the treasure on Oak Island. Did you click it? Hell no. That's yeah. the worst show on TV. Yeah. Did they find anything? Uh, I didn't dare click it. Yeah. Click it or ticket. <laughs> All right. Uh, I if it's something you really, really, really want to click on, that means don't click on it. Okay. That's how that works. That's good, yeah, exactly. Good to know. Good to know. Good All right, I'm ready if you guys are. Are we done with ads? Yes. I had to fix one little thing, but we're good. Okay, let's go then. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. You got a dishwasher in your house, Rook? Yeah. You got one, Kenny? <laughs> I married her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have a dishwasher. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, it was so so pedestrian. Sometimes I actually work the dishwasher. Johnny, you got a dishwasher? I know how it works. We have a dishwasher. Rook, or what's your name? Reavers? Yeah, I got three Y. Why? I got three Y. I didn't know that the Biden administration doesn't want us to have dishwashers now. For God's sake, leave me alone. You're going to waste more water washing them. Apparently... The new rules would tighten the energy and water efficiency standards for residential dishwashers, despite the fact that the standards currently in effect are causing serious problems. Those problems include cycle times an hour or more longer than were the norm before the standards went into effect. The proposed rule would exacerbate these problems and thus further violate the consumer protections built into the law. For these reasons, we believe the proposed rule should be withdrawn and that the Department of Energy should shift its focus to addressing the drawbacks caused by existing dishwasher regulations. These are the words of the Competitive Enterprise Council. And then we get word from the energy secretary. The energy department has never produced a drop of energy, by the way. <laughs> Jennifer Granholm said, this administration is using all the tools at our disposal to save Americans money while promoting innovations that will reduce carbon pollution and combat the climate crisis. You're a liar, lady. You're yep. not saving me a nickel. Oh, a fraud. In early May, the DOE announced the new dishwasher efficiency standards alongside regulations similarly targeting electric motors and beverage vending machines. Hmm. They must have a lot of uh, people in the peanut gallery there behind the scenes just <laughs> chirping away, dreaming up so. this BS. Mm -hmm. The agency said the rules would help save Americans and families millions of dollars while tackling the climate crisis. Hmm. The dishwasher rules will take effect in 2027 and save consumers an estimated $168 million a year on utility bills. Can I have the we don't know that? Yes, you if can, If you pay sir. attention to the show uh, instead of what you uh, We don't know that. <laughs> and regulations are projected to reduce carbon dioxide emissions by 12.5 million metric tons. Can I have the we don't know that? Uh, we don't know that. However, the DOE was criticized over the rule by industry groups and Republican lawmakers alike who noted that the agency has already issued recent dishwasher efficiency regulations and that consumers are currently free to choose pricier efficient appliance models. Hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to read any more of this. I, may I share I something care. from the story too, Joe, that I yeah. think we need to hear? Yeah. Uh, it would uh, could save, expected to go into effect 2027, would save 240 billion gallons of water, which is equivalent to the amount of water in 360,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Uh, we don't know. Big so boxes of paper clips? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know what I have to say to all that? Try that in a small town. <laughs> right. <laughs> you leave my dishwasher alone in a small town. Why, but truthfully, why would they care if I have a well? The government oh, is regulating point. your dishwasher. They want to regulate your stove and your air conditioner. Hey, and, uh, this is why try that in a small town is number one. Leave us alone. 
Just leave us alone. Plus, there's an like an economy mode on my dishwasher. Refrigerators, they yeah, want uh, washing machines, gas stoves. You hit that economy mode, it takes all night to wash your dishes. It goes all night. I don't know what it's doing. Washing dishes. Yeah, I guess. Who knows? You stole my line, though, Kenny. Only, <laughs> only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lymans. It was on this day in 1815. Joe, today is July 19th. The Dakota, having sided with the British during the War of 1812, agreed to end hostilities with the United States. Uh, the, the British duped them. On this shot. day in 1850... The Diocese of St. Paul was created, the Catholic Diocese of St. Paul. On this day in 1858... You're talking about July 19th? Yep. Franklin Steele took possession of Fort Snelling Military Reservation, which he had bought from the government for 90 grand. Although Steele envisioned a city on the grounds of the fort, this idea failed, and Steele was unable to keep up the payments. During the Civil War, the government reasserted its claim to the fort, which remained in government hands until after World War II. Hmm. Well, whose hands is it in now? Historical Society. Oh. On this day in 1967, African-American citizens in North Minneapolis began a sometimes violent demonstration against police brutality along Plymouth Avenue, that started at about 11.30 p.m. and lasted for two nights. After a pause, a second wave of demonstrating began uh, the night after Samuel Simmons, an African-American, was shot during an argument in a Northside bar. Uh, I, there's no evidence here he was shot by a copper. Governor Harold Lavander called in 150 National Guardsmen to maintain the peace, and the toll for both nights was three people shot, two policemen and one fireman injured, 34 people arrested, and four businesses burned to the ground. Wow. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1982, 719, relatives and friends of Robert Asp sailed his replica Viking ship Heimkomst into the harbor of Bergen, Norway, completing a journey from the Great Lakes. The ship was later installed in the Heritage Hermkomst Interpretive Center in Moorhead. So did the, did the Norwegians, did they have wheelbarrows waiting there in the harbor for, for the fellas? Uh, I, I don't know how big that ship was, but it uh, made I it may, all the way. I'm making reference to their, you know. I know what you're doing, and you're you're you are supposing that the uh, the trip was harrowing on a small boat. I don't know how big this boat was. Doesn't say on this day in history. Okay, thanks, uh, Doctor Buzzkill. Well, their uh, their number <laughs> one awesome. rule awesome. was you got to stay with the boat. Yeah. Right. And finally, and finally, <laughs> what happened in sports on this day in 1987 regarding the Minnesota Twins? July 19th, 1987. Well, obviously, that was the year they won the World Series. July 19th mm. would have been a day. It was hot. I know Two it was hot. grand slams no. by the same guy in one inning. Give me somewhat of a hint with the Twins. Something was retired. Oh, Harvard. Rod Carew. 
Rod Carew's I was number. at that game with my Damn. dad. I still have the poster hanging in my basement frame. Number 29 was retired in Your honor. attention, please. Hall of Famer, Rod Carew. And we had, we could not possibly have been further away from the plate, and I still thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Dad, that's... Is, was the they, dome loaded with people? I don't recall it being completely full, but I do remember it being a big crowd. Mm-hmm. That Metrodome was just a dump. Wait a minute. How many? That was 87? 1987, wow. Chris. Wow. Did you ever go on record not liking it or no? Many times. <laughs> <laughs> or no. Did to the point go, of losing no. a job. Did you go on record? I did. This Boy, did sure. I ever. <laughs> or no. Yeah. 32,095 people were at wow. that ball game. That Wait, was a good crowd. I remember. The dump. They played the Angels. No, they played the Blue Jays. Oh, they played the Blue Hello. Jays. You must have went Angels, out for a beer. Angels is who Rodney went no, to. No, that's why I thought they played the Angels, because that's what Rodney's other team was. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, thank you, GLers. Jeff Reardon got the save that game, right, Johnny? It certainly uh, appears you are correct there. Save number 19 on the season, yes. Did Reardon ever get <sighs> himself healthy? Did he ever? He had some trouble. Well, he robbed a jewelry store, didn't with he? A, with a note. With a that squirt he, gun? That no, with a note that he... Had written in pencil. Yeah. It was really sad. Well, I hope he's all right. I do too. Yeah. Thank Looking you, up things faster than I can possibly. Yeah. Thank you, GLers. I said it a half hour ago. I know. Yeah, it's half an hour. We, we, we pause for effect. Thank you, GLers. <laughs> Thank you for visiting the uh, Pod MN on your smartphone. Super easy to do. Maybe you want to find out uh, what new podcasts are out there. Well, you can do that just by going to Pod MN on your smartphone. Zip over to YouTube. Subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. That is free and super easy. YouTube. Subscribe with, to Garage Logic. What's with this moron? <laughs> He's trying to get a laugh. He's trying to get a rise just out of try, you. Trying to get you to smile once, grumpy He's pants. Laugh. I've smiled all day. <laughs> He's having a laugh. You have? I think so. I forgot about the town council. Go to garagelogic.com. Sign up for the town hey, council. Hey, ball game Friday night with the town council. <laughs> yeah, town council crew. First round's on Joe. Nope. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's a no. I'm going to go see Teresa. There's too many people. No. It'll be cheaper than those Britney Spe- or, uh, Taylor Swift tickets you got. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Well, the kids had fun. Where does mm-hmm. Teresa, the, are they working at the... What is it now? I don't even know what bar it is. Isn't she out in the... Uh, we don't uh, know where uh, we're field? sitting. Right. We, we don't? I do we're, not have a clue where we're sitting. I, do. I, know I, I don't I roam anyway. anyway. I don't yeah, even I, sit in my seat. I it's, just roam. It's right in front of the granite wall in left field. I know that I won't be sitting with you Left guys. field. Left field, I, you know, the big granite wall. Gigantic granite wall there. Mm-hmm. Are you going to the ball game? In front of that. Absolutely. Well, that's why you're picking your seat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's, why I'm Jesus. that's like a seven year old. I don't, I don't get it. I don't uh, get it. That's what, because you're not seven. Right. Are you going to the movies? No. Well, how come you're picking your seat? Okay. That's pretty good. This is private, Chris. It's not for the public. Good point. They'll never know. That's a good point. Um. Because you got a route. I got to go say hi to Double A. Go look at Town Ball Tavern. Hey, say hi to Double A for me, too. Well, come up with me. Yeah, why don't you give me a text there? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll wheel on shoot over. Shoot me a text. <laughs> Did you work with him, Kenny? 
Uh, no, I'm just a great admirer of him. Your paths never crossed, huh? Mm, no. I've met him. Yeah, he's a great dude. GL fan, too. That song called Let's Go Crazy. Hey, By how come Prince. we haven't been asked to do the Home Run Derby this year? What the hell's that all about? out of favor? No, it's because I beat the bear, so I wasn't invited oh, back. Oh, you, you ruined That's it. probably why. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're not supposed to win. Well, he told me that. Right. I still have that on video somewhere. Oh, it's called Let It All Hang Out. <laughs> hey, I'm ready for you. Oh, I'll send you some stories, Chris. Yes, thank you, Johnny. Okay, 11.30 tomorrow. I'm going to tell you oh, where to pause right. it here. I'm watching closely. Yeah, give me the minute mark. Wait, cancel that. Oh, crap, that's right. i got to do those drafts today, too. Let it At 1.44, they start coming off. Where do you stand on Mellencamp, Johnny? Are you a fan? Uh, Mellencamp's one of my very favorites. Yeah. Starting Every cover band in America knows at least three or four Mellencamp songs. Always, yes, definitely. It's a staple. To. Cool. Have to. Starting with especially Lonesome Jubilee, I think he's a bit of a guest. Did you ever interview him for the magazine? Uh, no. Really? Well, we did guitar players mostly. I mean, oh. But isn't he? He's a guitar player, isn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, he plays rhythm to his stuff, but we played the hot shots. You know, Are you keeping track of the uh, time? I'm trying, Kenny. 144. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm not going to get Joe to do the descriptions right now, am I? Oh, that's okay. Uh, I see. Look at the loose skin in his neck. The Why star of this thing is this hillbilly with the haircut. Yeah. With the haircut. God. You sell like Fran more every single day. That's my dad. You know, that one guy with the haircut. That'd be interesting to know if this gal went on to have some sort of a success she, in her oh, She was a model. She was a she very was successful a sports, model. Yeah, Sports Illustrated model. She was in like oh, six she was. seven different issues. Oh, boy. Because she let it all hang out. Oops. That's Joe's. I must have that's Joe's camera. That's Joe's mic. Well, I hope she had a good life. Right. Uh, I'm ready for you, Joe. For what? <laughs> Well, Joe, we'll let it all hang out on today's episode. Ilhan Omar says we have reached the hottest temperature in 120,000 years. It's a long time. Reached. Temperature. In, what did you say? 100,000? 120,000. 120,000 years. Okay. Uh, Jason Aldean. Is it D-E-A-N? D-E-A-N, yep. What do we want to say? Jason Aldean creates a... uh, Don't try that in a small town. Creates a firestorm. Uh, 
Hot, shouldn't you say alleged firestorm since no. that was the crux? No. All right. Creates a firestorm. There's nothing alleged about the yeah, firestorm. The firestorm, the firestorm is real. Is, yeah. exists. Whether it's warranted or not. So. Cherry Bomb. I, well, like I this love song. this song. Great song. Great. I thought a smoke was a smoke. This is from Lonesome Jubilee. Which guys this is, is a, great song. a 12 pack of Paps and a gravel road. I've never seen him live. I bet he's good. I've seen him twice. Yep. I had the pleasure of being there with a intimate, what do you call it, when we did those studio things at the other station. He could not possibly have been cooler. Well, who's the galleys with now? Uh, Cameron Diaz? No. No, he was with Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. But, but they're no longer together. Aw. He's, uh, by his own admission, a hard fellow to live with. So, Oh, really? He's, oh, yeah. He's just pissing vinegar completely. Meg Ryan seems like she's up for uh, a, a good time. You know what I'm saying? DT, right. <laughs> now, he started life as Johnny Cougar. He no. did. Well, that was his stage name. Yeah, he started life them, as John yeah, Mellencamp. But. The exec said, you got to drop Mellencamp. <clears throat> Now, when once you got his success, he, I think it's Jewish. <clears throat> I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Well, I assume he is cut. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mellencamp. What? No. Mr. Mellencamp. Yes. Um, where? Where is the deli? <laughs> I, uh, I did read his uh, biography. I don't think he's Jewish. Well, I'm just getting that from the name. I Mr. Thought. Mr. Mellencamp. Yes, Baruch Atah Danoi Alacheinu Shalom Israel. God, you're such legit a Hebrew. That's legit Hebrew. <laughs> Praise be the Lord. No, what? it's not. Uh, it Mr. Mellencamp, um, what do... It is too. I'm serious. Really? My sister married a Jew. <clears throat> oh. He's passed away now. Don't God they make their energy. own beer? <clears throat> no, they drink um, Hebrew, and the fat uh, ones uh, drink uh, Israel light. That's like three that's of them so today, Rook. Come on. Yeah, I know. What's great is when the liberals and the cancel council get PO'd when you call a Jew a Jew. Like it's a slur. It's like calling a Swede a Swede, yeah. you know? Yeah, what do we got with Jason Aldean? I stopped at Jason Aldean creates a firestorm, and then we got interrupted by Cherry Bomb. Right, with his know. views of small town America. With his views on on or of what'd you say? Of of small. I need to nine. catch a cab. Yes, to the deli on Forty Fifth Street. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other song that he has that I absolutely love? I don't know. I could name you about twenty, but yeah, he is. He is pretty. Good. Twitter is full of clickbait today. This quiz will put people's it will um, put people's memory to the test. Try to guess the '60s TV shows from one image and clue. Johnny Height with Guitar News. The next one is. Can you name these famous authors, inventors, and historical figures? It's like God. I really want to click on that. Don't do it. Biden administration. Oh, see you, Rook. See you, Rook. 11.30 tomorrow. Biden. That's right. That's right. 11.30. Administ- 
Yep. Is after your dishwasher. Is now going after. Whoops. After your dishwasher. Just oh, the kids he's got dancing in this are just great. So, um, help me. We have Racy on Fridays too, right? John Height News. Round one. Don't we have Roycey on yeah, Fridays? Yeah. But we'll have to get him earlier tomorrow. Yes, sir. No, tomorrow's Thursday. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Thursday. We, tomorrow we start at 11.30. So if you don't want to start at 11.30 on Friday, that's fine. I'll just leave at 1 if you've got Roycey. That's fine with me. All right, cool. Uh, what? Ricey. Oh, God, now what did he do? Uh, the boys won last night. Yeah, they, they did. did. I watched most of it. Well, back and forth with the Yankees, who are so bad. I feel so bad for the Yankees, John. Hey, why don't you... So they should, you know, what they need to do. They just need to get more. How players. bad did Joanne Woodward need Paul Newman in the long hot summer? I don't know. Oh my God! I the tension know. is just palpable. I don't know. Pal- palpable. Palpable. Hey John, I'm not going to link the Wall Street Journal story. <laughs> okay. Only because oh, you need a yeah, you I'm need sorry, a subscription and, and then, no that. it's okay and then and then dealers get mad at me because they don't yep. have a subscription. To John, give me your take on the new Radicals. Oh. Which they had an album with every song was perfect, then they disappeared. And Greg Alexander did what? Became a producer, producer and songwriter. Remember, he wrote the Santana song that Tina Turner and Michelle Branch. Uh, oh yeah. One different kiss. different versions of yeah what I don't remember the name of it but uh, yeah I th- I liked that album but I didn't think it was perfect not gonna lie I did I'll, love that single I'll do the Jason Aldean thing Johnny the song okay that, that'll be three okay well I'm sorry Who's, who, who am I hearing now it's on your computer so it skipped to another song ooh whose voice is that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cigarettes after sex. Huh. What do you think? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> is that the name of the group? Uh, that is the name of a band. I just looked it up. And it looks like they're coming here. I do want to go see the Mavericks. What night of the week is that show? Probably on a school night. Well, that's the problem. Well, Mavericks, and of course, Dallas Mavericks come up. I'm a dork. Oh, a tour. I'm going to use Jason Aldean as the headline. Screw Elhan Omar. They are here on the 16th of June. That's a Saturday, Chris. Oh. 16th of what? September. Where? State Theater? They are at the State Theater. That is correct, sir. Oh, wait. Crap. I have a wedding that night. I can't go. 
They got Des Moines on the 15th, here on the 16th, and Fargo on the 17th. Fargo Dome? No, Fargo Theater. Have you been there? Is that a good place? Is it outside? Uh, never been to the... No, Fargo Theater, I'm sure it's indoors. Indoors? <laughs> yeah, it's over there indoors. Uh, it's probably in downtown Fargo. and probably old would be my guess. What did we say? 144? Yeah, it's, a, it's an old movie theater, actually. Theater? Theater. Well, no, that's actually a movie theater. Now I'm confused. Oh, boy. 144. Fargo Theater. Concerts. Huh. Are Megan and Harry splitting? Well, that didn't take long. Who gives an S? Well, she's a psychopath. And he's a phony. So what do you got? A psychophony? A psychophony. Psycho killer. <laughs> Bye, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny left us, huh? huh. He never um, said yeah. goodbye. No, he's just rude. He I thought of a great lyric for a song. All I need is a song. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 